Hello and welcome to the Unusual Stories podcast. I am your host, Wojciech Salski, and in these episodes I will share my writing as well as thoughts on different topics that come to me as I put a pen onto a page each day. At the end of each reading, I will offer you a little insight to my thoughts and a nudge of inspiration to look into your own life and hopefully entertain ideas of your own choosing. Not so much do I feel satisfied or ecstatic as I simply feel relieved, he exhaled answering her question. It's like finally, after all this time, I was given a break. The morning breeze was soft, almost impossible to notice, subtle in its beautiful, refreshing quality. He noticed it back then and he remembered it even those two weeks after, at the time of this writing. He was standing on the street. The girl was in the bakery at the time. Apparently, she didn't still know much Portuguese, which made it quite difficult to communicate with the woman who ran the shop. It's not like she tried to actively learn it, however, so the relationship was somewhat self-explanatory. Standing outside, he gazed at the hilly landscape of the city. A favela-like sight, a posh version of it, he thought. The girl was also an artist, even a more artistic one in the boy's opinion, a sculpture artist. What makes an artist an artist, though? He caught himself in the web of intricate self-reflection and mind-boggling contradictions. Thinking of these things, he mindlessly took out his phone and checked the email. It was more out of a habit than a thoughtful decision-making. He really did not think much of it back then. With his gaze still dazed from the half-slept night and intense partying of the past few days, he scanned the emails. It was the usual. A few spam-worthy messages, an advertisement, and a check-in reminder from his flight provider. Classic, he thought. But there was one more message. Although he was waiting for the reply from one of the job offers for a while already, he didn't really expect it to come anytime soon. It was probably a side effect of a coping mechanism, one that is developed when you apply for jobs so much you lose track of it all. And although the girl encouraged him to check it today, he disregarded it at the time. He was certain there would be no answer for many, many days, or maybe ever. But there it was. He felt his heart skip a beat again. No, it wasn't skipping a beat, it was accelerating. In a matter of seconds, his pulse doubled. His palms suddenly felt rather damp. His body tensed and shrunk a little. His mind went blank. Not dazed, not worried, just blank. He stared at the message for a moment before deciding to open it. She was still in the shop at the time. He was standing on the street alone, in a Portuguese city. On a mosaic-like pavement, the boy was about to learn whether it all worked out in the end, whether his efforts made any sense. There are moments in one's life that seem to determine the narrative and course for more than a week or a day. These moments of trauma, ecstasy, overwhelm or of great success. 
The moments that truly reshuffle one's hand. Moments that take one's breath away. One way or the other, it was one of those moments for him. Over the past two months, he lost two jobs, got sick and missed out on a valuable training, applied for over 200 jobs and got only a few replies, from which three actually gave him a chance to speak to the work representative. It was not an easy time. It was a crusade. There is a certain quality in us, humans, which allows us to numb the pain whenever it is too much to deal with. After hundreds of failed applications, you simply stop caring for the answer. Your hope is still there, but it is rather difficult to notice. It's like a dying fire which can only be found after pushing the piles of ash aside. The fire was still inside him, but it was not strong anymore. A part of him felt that this job could be his. The interview went fairly well, and the demands of the test on the second stage of recruitment seemed to match his skill set. He did the best he could and then he had to let it go. He went abroad for a vacation, which was the kind that is enjoyed only partially, as one needs to count each penny they spend. It is not easy to stay relaxed when you worry about your next paycheck, he noted. It's not sustainable. Nevertheless, he went on the trip, tried his best to enjoy it and found himself forgetting about the worries from time to time. His friends definitely helped on that part. Although they didn't ask for it, he knew they would appreciate some of the money back since there were many moments he relied on their wallets to finance a restaurant meal or a drinking spree. They said it was okay, but he knew it wasn't, at least not for him. He opened the email, stared at the first paragraph for a few seconds which felt like an hour, and then simply exhaled. It was as if a balloon of stress and self-loathing bursted within him. It was as if he lost the unnecessary baggage, as if he took off the heavy bag and placed it on the street, right there and then, in Portuguese city of a posh-like favela. The confusing emotions were difficult to describe back then. Looking back, he would probably describe them as a relief. The kind of relief one feels when the car swerving towards them suddenly stops. The kind of relief that leaves the world quieter than it ever was, when all one was able to hear before was scream. The kind of relief that makes you want to lie down and simply enjoy the fact of being able to breathe. The girl paid for the pastries and approached him, leaving the Portuguese-speaking baker behind. She looked at him with the type of look one grants whenever something is up. What's up? she asked. I got the job, he said with hearable surprise. She was happy for him, of course. She probably looked happier than him at the time. He was still shaken, shaken and stirred. So, she started as they took a few steps towards the park. How do you feel? The boy hesitated with the answer. Not so much do I feel satisfied or ecstatic as I simply feel relieved. He exhaled answering the question. It's like finally, after all this time, I was given a break. Oh, 
and I wouldn't mind if either of my parents would finally pick up their phone. Thank you for listening to my story. This week I wanted to share with you the, the news, really, and uh, how I feel about it, maybe, to a certain degree. Since now I can look back at the process to also give you a few pointers and encouragement pieces that uh, might help you in your search for any kind of a job or any kind of achievement. So firstly, you know, once I've signed the contract now and I am for sure getting that job, I feel free to speak out and actually share it with the world. It's an interesting thing to share some of your personal or um, you know, professional life with others, especially those that you don't even know. But ultimately, it's, uh, I think, most about sharing it with the world because uh, why not, you know? To voice it out there is to help one another. I think uh, those who are wishing you well and to those who you wish well would want to see you succeeding and you would want them to do so as well. So first I wanted to just uh, reflect on the whole experience of this uh, success, invented commas, because we don't know exactly what is going to be, you know. The universe is uh, working its magic every day. But also I wanted to um, point out a few things that uh, definitely I've learned or experienced along the way and uh, I wanted to give you a bit of a pat on the back because it, it will turn out okay one way or the other. So first of all, you know, um, as I mentioned in the writing, it was, um, it was quite a feeling and it still is. I do see myself being much more calm over the past two weeks now than I was over the past two or three months. My year started really beautifully and then it um, flipped the script, so to speak, very rapidly and um, spiraled down in a few different areas of, of life and finance was the biggest one and the most uh, excruciating one to experience, I think. If you've ever felt like you don't have enough money to pay your rent, then you know what I'm talking about. It's a grueling experience, really. And um, it's like at your <laughs> bottommost core, you um, have to keep yourself upbeat and, uh, and ready to do what you're supposed to be doing, even though you feel like it's all going for, you know, for nothing. It takes a lot of resilience, I think, and uh, whoever made it um, from the bottom of that financial pit, or any other pit, I think, emotion-wise and, and, and so on, would tell you that uh, it definitely sort of breaks you to, to make you in a different way. Um, my experience was that um, I was always able to uh, get support either from my uh, friend or from my family, but I refuse to do so and I still struggle to not do it because I just don't think uh, I want to do it. I'd like to be able to self-sustain myself and I'd much rather try all my might first to, to do it on my own than to take any loans 
I don't like being in debt and I don't think mixing money with friendships or mixing money with uh, family is a, is a good way. I think it's uh, on a short term basis maybe it's a, it's a way out but you should not rely on that. You should always try to find an alternative and uh, get yourself out of that <laughs> burning hole um, in your pocket because uh, to take a loan is not necessarily that you have the money, you know, you just borrowed someone else's money and ultimately you just have even less money because the moment money will come, you will have to give it back. So for me, that moment of getting this job after, I don't know, however many applications, I believe it was some, somewhere around 200 or 300 applications for jobs, was a big thing and especially in a relief sort of way. It, uh, it re <laughs> regained my equilibrium and my calm to a very, very high degree. And uh, that's basically it. I don't really feel that proud. I, I feel excited, of course, but I, I wouldn't say that that excitement is the most overwhelming of the feelings. I think calm and composure is... Uh, and maybe faith as well, hope that uh, actually it does turn out okay. That's what I feel and that's what I felt especially in that moment when I got to see that I got the job, which I didn't really believe too much in, to be honest. So talking about this, I wanted to now share with you a few things about the whole job search and uh, I think we've already had one episode about it when I arrived in Edinburgh. I believe that was one of the, the, the bits and pieces, but, uh, you know, it's much better always and much easier to talk about some things in hindsight once you're already past the experience. So I wanted to point out how it all came together and, and I wanted to encourage you to really do what you love and trust in the process because that's literally what happened to me in terms of this job. So um, rewind back two and a half years or, or so um, when I started writing a bit more and uh, initially it was just poetry and some short stories and... <laughs> I wanted to share it with the world, but people wouldn't really read, um, which is disappointing, but I understand, you know, the world is very overstimulated and uh, many people struggle to, to keep focused even for 20 minutes, so reading a story might not be what you want to do. And uh, a friend of mine pointed out that I should start recording my poetry and stories instead of sending them in a, in a PDF or a Word format to read. And um, that was actually the spark, if you think about it. That was the first piece of the puzzle that uh, now somewhat <laughs> reminds of a picture, uh, a bigger picture, if you will, that um, I started recording my poetry, which is available on Instagram and you can check it out. You can see how it, it all started. And uh, soon enough, uh, Covid was already in place and there was a lot of uh, isolation and stress and I, I wanted to talk to someone so since I already had the microphone I thought well why not record a, an episode, a podcast. I had an idea and I started doing it 
and I still am right now. And it's crazy to, to think in a way uh, that this podcast, this little game of, of talking to a microphone with myself, really, <laughs> without much of a feedback or very, very, very um, scarce feedback from time to time, this has actually gotten me to be considered for the job and I believe that it was my competitive edge for this particular job because the job is innately about uh, interviewing people. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy to think this way that what you do just for fun and what you're not really getting any money from you you know, the satisfaction that I'm getting from it is a, a few nods of applause or maybe that one amazing uh, listener out there who downloads the episode on the first moment it comes out. That's the satisfaction I get, but it's, it's not tangible in a sense that um, one would say two years back to me, oh, of course, this is your career. That's how you start a career. Wow, you know, you have it all sorted. I don't. I don't think anyone has and if people tell you that they have it sorted then maybe they um, planned something out but they are ignorant to the complexity and uh, uh, randomness of the universe. But um, it did really give me the job and not only this one, I'm actually doing another podcast for a dear friend of mine, Florin, and uh, I used to, I created a podcast for Revelancer. Um, for a startup that is available online as well. So just by doing something I appreciated and uh, maybe I find it a bit uh, you know, entertaining to do <laughs> and to train my articulation and I think it's, a, it's a quite a good self-development technique in itself to just speak um, and articulate yourself in the a, in a right way. But it actually drew me to get one job and then another job and finally get a job that might be just the pivot of my career that I was waiting for, the big break. Who knows? We never know until we know, you know, so <laughs> I'll, I'll wait with that to, to state. So stay tuned. So finally, I just wanted to say um, from the crazy part, I <laughs> my first assignment for this journalist job is actually in Kuwait, in the Middle East, and I'm uh, going there at the end of May, so this season will actually be done and finished while I'm already away um, in the land of sand and oil. I am very excited, a bit exhilarated and quite apprehensive about some aspects of living there but I think it's gonna be an amazing adventure and um, I look forward to bringing up uh, you know lessons and uh, in interesting facts about living there for you guys and uh, I might actually start uh, doing a few more um, like TikTok videos about it once I'm already there little vlogs and I'll reconsider doing it on YouTube I'll see what happens, but I'd like to share it with the world because I think this is going to be such a different kettle of fish. It's um, almost impossible to imagine. So yeah, finally then uh, in this episode full of um, hope and um, I guess overcome, overcame struggle. Um, 
I'd like to give you a point for this week or for this month or for this year, but let's start small for this week. In whatever space you are right now, um, when it comes to your physical health, your professional health, your financial health, your career development, your self-development, I would really like to encourage you to think about what do you like to do. What would you do to the rest of your life for free if it didn't matter that you were doing it, if money was not a problem? And start there because you never know where you're gonna end up in a year, month, week. And the universe has a very, very interesting way of unfolding itself to us um, based on what we where we place our attention. And uh, coming back to the words of Deepak Chopra, intention transforms and attention energizes. So remember that. And if you're looking for that new job, keep looking. If you're considering starting that hobby, start it. And really trust the process because, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm a living proof right now, at least for myself, that this process works. Even though it didn't feel easy and there was a, there was a, there were some moments when you do doubt whether or not you want to continue, you know, in that direction or does it even make sense. And the podcast uh, is also an expression of it. If you uh, look back, I've had almost two months of no podcasting whatsoever. Same with writing and poetry. Um, I've been through some stuff that uh, just decapacitated me at the time. That was my, I guess, my, uh, you know, hiding place, my hibernation stage. But no matter, you know, it works out in the end. If you keep at it and if you do put your attention where you want it to be. So with all that said, I am happy to share the news with you. I hope you have a wonderful week. Stay happy, stay healthy and I'll see you next time.